Hello, and welcome to the Your Story Matters podcast. This is Kristen Lazuda, your story ambassador for this podcast, and I am here with Lenka Crawshaw, who is an amazing employee of Mason City Schools and works with our um, English as a Second Language learners here at Mason. Lenka, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Thank you. So, Lenka, we're going to talk today about um, your family and the amazing things you do here in Mason for our schools. We we just appreciate everything you do, and, and you have been um, working here in Mason for so long, and there are so many of us teachers who um, are just so appreciative of the amazing things you do with our students. So let's start out by just talking about your family. Can you tell us a little bit about your family? Sure. Uh, so I'm married 25 years. Wow. And we have four kids. Yeah. Um, I came to America from South America, from Chile, when my oldest son was five years old. Okay. And not knowing any English, I was 31 years old. Wow. What year was that, Lenka? It was um, 1992, 93. Wow. Okay. And I went to the local library in New York, where my parents used to live, and I got a tutor. Okay. And I married him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I never knew this. Yeah. So my husband taught, was my first English teacher. You married your yeah, English we, tutor. We married a year later. It was really fast. What a story. <laughs> what a so, story. And then we had three more kids. Mm-hmm. So they are now, Eduardo is 31, mm-hmm. married two and a half years Okay. to his uh, middle school sweetheart. Okay. They live in New York City. All right. And then Matthew's 24, and he's an engineer. He works in um, Columbus. Okay. And Michael is 22, and he lives in D.C. He goes to grad school. Mm-hmm. And Laura is 20, oh. and she goes to Ohio State. Wow. It's amazing to me because even I, I remember your sweet Laura as a yes. little one, too, seeing her here in the schools and, and some of your, your older kiddos, too. And so it just time just seems to yeah. fly by. They all graduated from Mason. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. All right. So I never knew this, that when you came to America in the 90s, you knew no langu- no English. I, I had some knowledge. A little. But I couldn't speak. Okay. And you married your English tutor. That yeah. is such an amazing, <laughs> incredible story. Wow. So how did that influence your, your decision to come into the schools? When did you, when did, what brought you all to Mason? Right. So we, we got married and we decided I was going to stay home because we wanted to have more babies. Okay. And so likely the one income was good enough for me to stay home. Sure. Okay. Um, so in Chile, I went to school to, and I became a midwife. Oh. And so I wanted to work as a midwife here, but I stayed home as a mom. And okay. I don't regret it. Yes, I loved of course. It. So, um, and then we were in New York for about 10 years, and my husband got transferred to Cincinnati. Ah. So we moved here in 2003. All right. And so I was home, and then everybody was in school. Laura, my youngest, mm-hmm. started third grade at Western Row. Yes. And then I felt like, okay, now I need to do something. Okay. So somebody told me, a neighbor actually told me I should do ESL. Okay. And so I applied, and I got 
hired uh, 13 years ago. And the rest is history. And you've yep. made such an here. you've made such an impact Thank since you. that time, Lenka. Such an it's, impact. It's paying it forward because mm. I was an ESL student as an adult, mm. and my husband was a volunteer, and he taught me English. So. I get paid to do it even better. Absolutely. So, <laughs> but I understand what the families go through when they come here. I, I feel like that empathy piece is is so critical um, in what you do because, in truth, Lenka, we here at Mason City Schools know that what you do extends beyond the classroom. And, you know, we think about how the connections with our families are so important for reaching the whole child. Sure. And um, I know that you make a lot of phone calls. Yes. I know that you <laughs> even make visits. I know that you do a lot um, beyond the four, four walls of this building. Yeah. Um, so can you talk a little bit more about that, that piece of connecting with mm-hmm. the families and right. what that looks like and, and what that means to you? Well, it has changed a lot because the population has changed. Sure. We used to have a lot more Hispanic students. Sure. And it's not true anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to give my cell phone number freely to the parents mm-hmm. so they would feel like they had a bridge, you mm-hmm. know, a connector mm-hmm. between the schools and them. And so many times I was, you know, traveling or I was home and it was 9 p.m. and they would call me mm-hmm. to let me know that you know, their child was not going to be able to come to school, or is there school tomorrow? Is there a holiday? You know, mm-hmm. questions like that. And I used to be the interpreter for them. Yes. For, you know, parent-teacher conferences or IEP meetings. Um, so I got to use my first language, which, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I help in different ways now. Um, so what does I, that look like now that it's, it's because you're right, the population has changed yes. significantly. Yes. And I do, I still talk to parents like that, but they are not my students. Mm. They, they just happen to be Spanish speakers and their kids are not ESL anymore, but I do talk to the parents Okay, and I help them out in that way. Yeah. So, so really you're, you are in the community as an ambassador and as a, a bridge in the community still as well. Not as much as I'd like to, okay. but, um, one thing that my husband and I are doing now is that we are becoming ESL tutors for adults. Wow. So in fact, we have a training tomorrow. That is a, that's truly a full circle yes. moment right there yeah. that you're going to become, you know, that you are working to become ESL tutors. I see you paying it forward in our community in so many ways, Lenka, and it's, it's just tremendous. Um, when you think about those cultural elements that you want to see families preserving and that maybe you have preserved in your family, are there elements from Chile that you have, have really kind of held on to to make sure that that's part of your story moving forward and your family's story? Right. So a little bit, not mm-hmm. as much as I would have liked um, because I married a gringo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, he wanted his culture to be prevalent in our family okay. and, and me too and when we used to live in New York my family was around mm-hmm. so my kids were more exposed mm-hmm. um, sure. to my culture and uh, you know food celebrations holidays uh, traditions so we did a lot of that when they were younger okay and then when we moved here I became more Americanized okay which I love it mm-hmm. you know I love it I so and but my kids have friends from all over, mm-hmm. uh, and um, so yeah, I don't. 
We, in, in fact, we went to Chile this past summer, oh. all of us, except my one son, that he had been there already. Okay. But we all went down, and it was an amazing experience. How wonderful yeah. to share all of those pieces of your mm-hmm. story with your family. And you, you just mentioned that um, you... Your, your children have friends from all over the world. And yes. I feel like we, we have that gift here in Mason, you know, in just the friends that we make in the cla- in the students in our classroom truly have so many different varied mm-hmm. backgrounds that it, we truly feel like we are, we see all different yeah. aspects of cultures all around the world. And it's such a gift. Um, when you think about your job, Link, of this bridge between families and, and working with all the students, um, as closely as you do, what do you think is the most rewarding aspect of your job here at, at um, Mason Elementary? Right. I, my, my husband always says he pays the bills and I have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And so, uh, you know, he's a uh, chemical engineer and he works for a paper company and, you know, it's kind of rewarding. But I come home with stories every day. He mm. loves, you know, when I he asks me and he gets names mm-hmm. and how is so-and-so doing and... I'm passionate about it. I just, my biggest satisfaction is when I see their faces, you know, when they get sure. a concept or they start speaking, Absolutely. you know, in full sentences, mm-hmm. you know. And at the beginning, when they're newcomers, it's like, ah, how are we going to get there? Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's every year is the same thing. And then by now, for example, you know, it's February into March and we're like, how do we do that? Mm. It's like raising kids. You know, they are your babies. <laughs> right. It, absolutely. And I feel like there's such a big piece of the relationship that you build with your students that makes that difference and that impact. And and I think as teachers, we think that too. Like, how did this happen? We, you know, we get to this point where we think, wow, you, you're doing yeah. amazing things. And um, I know that the relationship you build with your students plays into that part so much. Absolutely. They trust you. Am, they I'm, know that you yeah. are their champion. And that's such a big piece. And that's why I've always asked them to call me Miss Lenka, hmm. to use my, my first name, to be more familiar and, you know, not that's, so formal. And, yeah. you know, the teacher's up there and the kids are down here too formal. So sometimes they are surprised like that mm-hmm. I have a last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a last name, Miss Lenka? <laughs> I love it. I think that's such so. a such a neat aspect of that. Miss Lenka. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Who's been the biggest influence on your life? My grandmothers. Yeah, in, Chile? Ch- in Chile? In yes. Chile. Yes. I grew up with them. We lived with either one, not mm-hmm. with the two of them at the same time, but um they were both very, very, very strong women. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's mom lost her husband very early when my dad was four years old. Oh, okay. And, and my mom's mom's husband left okay. with nine kids. Wow. <laughs> wow. So they made it. They didn't remarry. You know, they just, they were so focused on family. Mm. You know, education, family values, mm-hmm. and I just follow their lead. Strong women, yeah. persisting and showing resilience Absolutely. in times of in yeah. times of trial. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom, mm-hmm. my mom too. My mom became pregnant when she was nineteen. Okay, and I was I am the fifth, but one baby died, and she was twenty five, and she had five kids. Wow, and um. You know, 
super strong. She didn't get to go to college, but she washed our brains. Mm. <laughs> that education is the one of the pillars. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that that tradition of strength and persistence has definitely trickled down to you Absolutely. for sure. And I and you know I think if we asked your your children who the biggest influence <laughs> was, I think we would see we would see that influence coming down as well. Yeah. So that's amazing that that tradition of strong women. Um, Linka, this is kind of a strange question, but how has your life been different than what you might have imagined? What's different? I well, it's I never thought it was going to stay home. Hmm. Again, that you know, my grandmother you had the worked. Mi- you thought you would do the midwife. I you would always be independent. Mm-hmm. Okay, financially and in every aspect, I mm-hmm. never thought I was going to stay home. Okay. And at times, I felt, you know, not good enough. Hmm. I wanted to show my kids that you can have a family and you can have a career. But uh, we have four kids, mm-hmm. and it was very expensive right. to pay for, you know, right. Um, childcare and I wanted to be there. I wanted to teach my kids the basics. Absolutely. <laughs> so I they went to public school but summers were homeschooling and we did, you know, I always got them jump start in academics, but it was mostly I wanted to be the the first to do everything with them. That's amazing. And I don't think we can we can underestimate the value of that piece of putting your family first. And I, I think that is a struggle for women. The feeling of, we feel like we should be able to do it all. We wanna work, but it, we wanna make it feel like we don't right. work for our family, but yeah. we want to have the family and not, and so it's just such a, such a struggle to balance to that. Keep it and balanced, yeah. To make that choice. And I think to speak to what you said, that sometimes we do have those feelings of, you know, being pulled in one direction and just not feeling maybe like, like we're good enough in that way. So I think that's such an honest and authentic answer when in fact, what you've given your family is an immeasurable gift. Absolutely. And you know what? I have three boys and a girl and especially the boys, they came back when they went out to college, they came back and they thanked me, Mm. you know, that, that they saw the difference between, you know, kids who grew up without present parents. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's really powerful. That's a powerful statement I, for I sure. I think I did the right thing. <laughs> and I think, I think that term present parents is kind of a hot button issue right now with, with lots of families. You know, the idea of being present and being, mm-hmm. being um, there for your family, I think, is that hot button issue. So yeah. it's, an, it's an immeasurable gift for sure. Um, kind of thinking back to Mason City Schools, what do you... Um, kind of envision or hope for Mason as we're as we move forward through this time of transition in Mason and so right. many new changes and our populations continuing to change in so many amazing ways. What do you kind of envision or hope for our district to keep doing what we are doing? Mm. We're doing we, we are amazing. We moved to into this community because of the school district. Ah. When we started relocating, they started showing us you know different parts and we did our homework. We went to the Ohio whatever website education and yeah. we looked at school districts mm-hmm. and we said we're going to Mason. Mm-hmm. And my kids got an amazing education. And I hope that March, you know, mm-hmm. it's a good that, month that we continue that we on with continue, the traditions honestly. that our district has has 
has maintained for so long. You know, you all came in the early 2000s and, um, you know, Mason has maintained that tradition of quality. For a long and time. Absolutely. Yeah. And being such a, such a beacon in the community for families. I really families. hope the community understands that. Mm-hmm. Even when you don't have kids mm-hmm. in schools. We right. don't. We are empty nesters. Okay, so you're coming from that perspective Absolutely. of having students that have gone through the schools, right. but you know now you're looking at it from the other end. Absolutely, and, and we still live here, and I work here, so mm-hmm. I do have some bias, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the community should be supportive. Mm. That piece of, of kind of for the common good and also for for the the things that we all love about Mason, you sure. know, for the for the values here. So that's a really great thought. And we love that you all of your students came to Mason and we are so appreciative to have you here. Thank and you. Um, what you do for our students every day is is truly a gift. And and from the teacher's perspective, there we don't know what we would do without you. So thank oh, you thank for you all so you much. all you, you do so for Mason City School. <laughs> Um, Linka, what brings you the joy? I know that question is a big one. There's probably a lot of things that bring you joy. Many things, but my kids, Mm. my family, um, my kids, and my hobbies. Now that we are empty nesters, we didn't know what to do with each other, to be honest (laughs) with you, because we were parents. (laughs) Right. We didn't know how to be husband and wife, Mm -hmm. but we were creative, and now we do things together and individually. Mm-hmm. And so we do a lot of yoga, biking, we p- play pickleball. Yes. And uh, we play euchre. Uh-huh. Uh, my husband more than me. I dance salsa. Oh. I love reading and knitting. That sounds amazing. That's, so, all, those, that's a lot of hobbies and a yes. lot of wonderful things that, that you are. Always sounds like you're always learning and growing. And that's absolutely, that's absolutely you, you tremendous. You have to learn. You have to keep learning. Awesome. Lenka, do you have a favorite quote or a favorite saying? Right. Um, I have favorites depending on what, you know, my life is. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite author is Isabel Allende mm-hmm. from Chile. Mm-hmm. And she, um, she has a foundation to help uh, women in okay. distress. Yes. But her quote, which now I, I have it on um, a canvas in uh-huh. my library at home, it's, uh, it says, we only have what we give. Mm. And so that's, beautiful. that's right now my favorite. And so I want to give back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and becoming an ESL tutor, it's my way of you know, and we're always volunteering at Matthew 25. You know, I've, I've done mission trips with our former church. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you have to. You have we to. have, I mean, it takes yeah. a village. Absolutely. You're not alone. And you, you definitely are embodying that quote in our community at, and here at Mason City Schools. So, Lenka, I want to thank you so much today for sitting down with me and talking about your amazing story. <laughs> um, we are, we're so lucky to have you here. Thank so you so thanks, much. It was fun. Thanks for joining me today, Lenka. And that's your 